We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Mm, what? Yo! <laughs> Welcome to to poop 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 the best friends, best friends podcast, 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 best friends. Yeah, you like deflated. Took a lot of energy. Yeah, a lot of energy. Y'all. And I had a late night last night. Me and too. an early morning this morning. Dang. And you were on a plane today. I was. Zoom, zoom, zoom. zoom. She goes across the country <laughs> in a little plane. And I'm in a plane in the morning. Which is crazy. Freaking nuts, dude. First class, dude? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Delta? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Air Canada. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like that I at all. hate Air Canada. They're just bad. I've had so much, so many problems with them. I once arrived late, mm-hmm. my fault, <laughs> to go to Canada, on Air Canada. And they checked me in, but they had given away my seat. So I was in economy. Ugh. And I was like, no, I paid for the upgrade. Right. So, so they should knock that person down. Yes. And it was a whole thing where they're like, you were late, so you have to suffer. And I was like, but what? No. No. Just knock that person back, and mm-hmm. then so they like literally removed that man from the seat so I can sit in it. And I was told there was flat beds. There was not one flat bed, mm. and the seats are cloth, like we're animals, <laughs> like we're on the damn bus. Yeah, I'm not. This is a fucking sky bus. <laughs> not as bad as WestJet though. I don't think I've flown WestJet. Don't. Okay. WestJet is bad. Mm-hmm. I like it's one of those it's like a bus you pick your seat like two hours before the flight Mm -hmm. i forgot about it so they were i was like in the bathroom i was like (laughs) so far in the back of the plane i was in the bathroom and on the way back i was like "Ooh, i'll pay the 150 dollars for the upgrade so i paid the 150 dollars and then the upgrade was just an economy seat with the seat folded down in the middle with a cup holder glued to it that's weird oh i gotta show you this picture please there so on my flight today there was a 
curtain around one seat. You've never seen that before? No. I, okay, I was trying to Google that the other day, and I was like, who is this for? This? Yes, and right. I don't know who's it for. It's like a, like a train curtain where you can slide yes. the, the curtain around you and just be Give me on the keys. alone. I don't know if you can Google this better than me, but the only thing I could find was, why is there a curtain between first class and economy? I'm like, we all know to keep the better people away from the bad people. <laughs> but why is there I'm one kidding. around one seat? Yeah, it's so strange. And I'm like, is it for, like, a famous person? Well, I was looking at her. I was like, is she a queen? Like, who is this this person? And I don't think I saw, like, an option for that on the... There's no option for it, and it's in different seats. Sometimes it's in the front, and sometimes it's in the back. So strange. And I'm like, if I was a super famous person, like... Oh, no, this was on Delta. If I was a super famous person, I'd be like, please don't put a curtain around me, because then people would be like, who Who is this? Who's in the curtain? Yeah. See, it's really hard to find. Like, maybe it's, like, hmm. Delta plane privacy. Delta. And do they pay more money for the curtain? I don't know. Delta pl- Delta plane one seat curtain. Yeah. Mm, what is this? Oh, per- personal privacy curtains? Oh, wow. Okay. It's on a forum and people are asking about mm-hmm. it. Hmm. Let's see. Does it have any answers? Crew oh, rest okay. seat. Oh, the common on many carriers. Some larger aircrafts also have options for crew rest areas below the main deck. There's a main deck. <laughs> what? Oh, I guess on them double deckers. I've never been on one of those. I've been on one once. It was back from Tel Aviv, and it was filled with kids who had just been on birthright. Yeah. Uh. Yep. So they said basically, if like a normal person is on the plane, you can't close it. It's just for crew to use. Oh, interesting. Oh. Hmm. Oh, to sleep. But that, truly, I never see, it's, it's usually a normal person in it. Yeah, I think it was a normal person sitting in there. Interesting. But, and the curtain was open. Because they weren't a crew member. Wow. Wow, learning all day, every day. Um, When you t- brought up the Air Canada being like, you're late, you should, you should be punished. That reminded me of, I was renting a car Somewhere, I can't remember. I, and I was late, because I am. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I didn't think it had, had to be like, you have to pick this up at three. I thought mm-hmm. I was like, sometime after three, yeah. three, I'll get the car. So I came, and uh, I was at, everyone was fine at the desk. As you, as you drive out, you're supposed to like give your ID to mm-hmm. the, person, the gate person, so they let, let you out. And it was this older man who was like, uh, you were late. And I was like, well, I'm in the car, so worked out. And he was like, well, why were you late? And I was like, mm, doesn't matter. Let me go. I'm sorry. You check IDs and raise the arm of the gate. You don't get to ask me questions. Truly. I was like, are you my dad? Like, what What does it matter? Daddy? I should have done that. Daddy? <laughs> Daddy is I, yo. No one's ever cared why I was late before. <laughs> it was so weird. He was like giving me shit. And I was like, lift the gate <laughs> so I can leave. Well, why, why are you late? Make, next time, you should make sure you're on time. Who the fuck cares, dude? I have the car. It's paid for. Yeah, that's super weird. Yeah, I don't like when strangers give me shit for being late. If it's like <laughs> I'm late to, I don't know. Choir practice. <laughs> yeah, something like a job or uh-huh. like, I'm crazy that you brought up choir practice. <laughs> when, you, when, am, when am I going to choir practice? I don't know your life. Sure, but uh, <laughs> you see, do know my life. <laughs> I know everything you do almost all day, every day. Yes. Uh, but yes, if it's something like, I don't know, 
a thing that I have to be on time for and I'm late, sure. Punish. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, I don't know you, I'll never see you again, This nothing has been affected by me being mm-hmm. late, why are you bringing it up? Yeah, man. It's wild. It was wild. I can't believe he did that. It was, I hated it. What a lame-ass motherfucker. I wish I knew his name. It's okay. Out him. Yeah. No, you can't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone did that with like a... I think with li- a Lizzo did, did that with Postmates <laughs> and then people harassed her. Well, it's a hard thing... I think to acclimate yourself to the like the amount of people you reach when you tweet something. Yeah. Where you're like, oh shit, if I tweet this about somebody, like a bunch of people will see this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. And also all your fans love, love you. you. So yeah. of, of course they're like, someone made you mad? I'll get them! I'll, I'll kill them, I'll kill them, I'll kill them nice. Yeah, I'll kill them nice, nice, and, nice and good. Nice and good. <laughs> I'll kill them dead. Ugh. Yeah. Is there any person or celebrity that... If, if someone was like, uh, this person bothered me, that you would be like, I'll I'll take care of it? No, I don't have the time. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? When you take care of what? Tweet them to death? What? No. <laughs> no. I'm tired constantly. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to spend energy fighting for somebody else? No, I'm busy making my own enemies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. 2020, we're stepping in this year, not being petty. Yeah, I like that. Let's do that. Yeah, I'm trying so hard not to be petty. Y'all. It's a little hard. Y'all. Although I was petty about something, and then my therapist said it was okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll tell you about it after. All right, cool. <laughs> as long as your therapist thinks it's okay. She's great. Great. Wait, let's talk about this. Okay, so do you remember <laughs> the infamous text message exchange <laughs> where you asked me where I wanted to eat, and I said, what are you in the mood for? Yeah. And then we ended up at a restaurant we go to all the time. Uh, I experienced I experienced what you experienced. I didn't think I was doing this to you, but now I understand that I, I am. Because mm-hmm. when uh, I was asking a friend, we were, like, getting in the car to go go somewhere. Oh, to go back to the apartment, and I was like, how long of a ride is it? And his answer was, oh, the taxis are just right there. And I was like, that's not the answer. That's yeah. not so the I answer. Asked. And I was like, well, how long of a ride? He's like, it's like three miles. And I was like, Ugh. I don't know how to calculate that. I need to know the time because I need to make a choice if I want to pee or not. I just didn't like, mm-hmm. want to explain why I wanted to know. I was like, why can't you just tell me? Yeah. So I was like, ah, I get it. When you're not given the answer to the question you've asked, it is very annoying. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I go through mm-hmm. when I I'm talk to you. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Look, I'm glad you're aware of it and that you're aware of it. <laughs> I'm trying to improve to be the best Nicole for you and only you. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I can't remember what I did at the airport with you, but I was like, I only do this for you. Yeah, you were like walking funny. <laughs> As you do, you're always walking funny for me. <laughs> And I appreciate that. Oh, good. <laughs> it was very... Oh, wait, was that when we were on different escalators oh, and I maybe. asked to sing a duet? <laughs> yeah. You were on two different escalators going up at the same time, and you're like, let's sing a duet. What did we sing? The Boy Is Mine. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, 
Beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash best friends for 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like, she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. That was so nice. LeVar Burton just popped in. Yes, it was such a treat. I truly loved it. Yeah. I I very rarely get starstruck. Oh my god, I, I love know. LeVar Burton. Me too. <laughs> He's so, so nice. Sweet. He's so kind. I meant to tell you earlier when you were talking about PBS, he was listening and laughing. Oh. He like was standing there listening and you were explaining PBS and he started dying. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you earlier. I just had to let you know. <laughs> That's a his skin looks, looks great. Incredible. Like and he immaculate. smelled really good. Ugh. What a great guy. Oh, what a treat. I, because he was on Star Trek um, Next Generation. Yes. And 
I fought everything in me to be like, I grew up watching you. I know. I sat on the floor every night when I was on with my family and we would watch you. Because I feel like that makes people feel, it makes me feel old when people go, I grew yeah, up. Yeah. Or I was in middle school when I was watching you on Girl Code. And I'm like, yeah. cool, I was a full adult. <laughs> um, but yeah, I watched uh, Reading Rainbow. I, I loved Reading Rainbow. Star Trek. Yeah. I, he's very influential influential in my childhood. Mm-hmm. I think the coolest part was like, he was like a black dude in space. Yeah. And I feel like we didn't get very many black people in space. Totally. Which is like, we existed in the past and the future. But mm-hmm. like, according to entertainment, we didn't. I know. Like, um, I can't remember. I said to somebody once, I was like, ugh, I would love to be in like a period drama. But like, eh, I don't know if we were like around back then. And then whoever it was was like, you don't think we were around back then? Of course we were around. We've been around since the beginning of fucking... And I was like, oh. Yeah. Ah. Just television would have you believe otherwise. Well, if we were around, we were probably slaves. Or like... in the, Yeah, but like not war. everywhere. Yes, not everywhere. True. You know? In Africa, we were que- kings and queens. Kings and queens. Yes, we celebrated Kwanzaa. Mm. We were- oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't we think anyone in Africa Apparently, unlike some... Government thing, Wakanda was like listed as like a trade place, like for real. And then people were like, this is not a real place. And then it was removed. And they're like, it wasn't, we were just testing something. I can't remember what the actual Whoa. story is. People we're living well. in like the last, I think, days of, of <laughs> the world. Yes, this is the end of times. For yeah, sure. where they're like, yeah, we trade with Wakanda. <laughs> and it's that like, what? Wakanda is uh, does not, not real. Exist. Um, you sent me an Instagram. Yes. Picture of a little boy doing the Wakanda yeah. uh, symbol, which like, is like arms across your heart with a black woman. But what she was not in Black Panther? No, definitely not. No, I think it was he like... He just did it because she was black? Yeah. Maybe they're in Sweden. They're somewhere where they probably don't have a lot of black mm-hmm. people. And he was <laughs> he just saw her. She, looked, she was like Afrocentric. She had uh-huh. like a head wrap. Here it is. They were in... This little boy was looking at my sister. He wanted a picture so bad. I guess there's nothing in here that says where they were from. So maybe maybe this was in America. I have no mm. idea where this was. I just assumed it was someplace where <laughs> we're a lot of black people. But yeah, she's a beautiful black woman with mm-hmm. a head wrap and jewelry. And he he was like, he wanted to take a picture with her. And he said, Wakanda forever. So I guess he thought he saw someone from Black Panther, which is really, it's cute that mm-hmm. he likes the movie so much. And that he was like fanning out for her, but it's like. But I don't want this little boy to believe that all black people are from a fictional place in a Marvel movie. That's true. Look how happy he is. So happy to see a black person, any old black person. Like black, and he'll probably marry a black woman. Hmm. I mean, probably. <laughs> it's like this is the most beautiful woman ever. Well, 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 well. One time I was, I think it was in upstate New York, and mm-hmm. there was some like lake we were swimming in and i was uh, going to get a hot dog as i do you're always getting a dog <laughs> and uh there's this little redheaded boy waiting in line and he looked me up and down with like like, like amazement and just like really drinking me and i was in a bathing suit mm-hmm. and he's like whoa what's that? Oh. and i was like hi and i walked away and i was like oh that boy's gonna Day black girls. <laughs> it's funny when you realize, like, a child's, like, when they realize, like, what they like. They're like, oh, I like that. Oh, I boy. I've never seen that before. That's I like nice. That. <laughs> I um used to babysit these little English kids, and one time he was like, Nicole, you're black. 
Or no, he called me McToll. So, McToll. He also has a little bit of a stutter. McToll, you're black. And I was like, oh, is that okay? He's like, I'm white. And I was like, well, is it okay that I'm black? And he's like, yes, I like it. You're also squishy. And then he proceeded to mush on me with this, like, smile. Like a light in his eyes. I was like, he's going to fuck fat women. He's going to love fat black women for the rest of his days. Squishy. Squishy, too. <laughs> okay. That's and funny. The, the dad was also so fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. He had a Pontiac Thunderbird, uh, which is like a real midlife crisis car when you're over the age of 40, I think. Uh, and it was teal. And one night I was babysitting and I left there at like 10. And he said, Do you want to ride home? I said, No, no, thank you. I didn't really like being around him. And then his wife was like, I think you should bring her home. It's it's late. And I was like, We live in a very safe neighborhood. Mm-hmm. In Lincroft, New Jersey. I don't think a crime has ever been committed in this town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll walk. And he's like, no, I'll drive you. And I said, fine. So then he drove me home and we got to the house and he's like, I really like having you babysit for me. And I was like, I like babysitting for you. And he's like, if you ever need anything, let me know. And then he put his hand on my thigh and I was like, okay, bye bye. Oh, and I no. was, it was, it shook me in a way where I was like, I don't think that was okay. How old were you? Um, uh, it was before middle school, maybe like yeah. eighth grade. I don't yeah. think it was high school yet. Shit, dude. Yeah, it was so weird. And then anytime he offered me a ride home, I'm like, no. Yeah. And I would leave before his wife could say anything. Oh, God. But I wasn't going to not babysit for them because it was good money. Yeah. And by good money, I mean like $7 an hour <laughs> to feed these English kids hot pineapple soda because they hot drank it pineapple. out of the pantry. Uh, I wasn't like heating it up. That would be wild. Yeah, like you're boiling pineapple. Hell yeah, dude. Put it right in the skillet <laughs> <laughs> and get get a fucking uh, spatula. <laughs> I was like, oh, he actually wanted to murder you. <laughs> this is some psychotic behavior. No, it was just out of the pantry and I was like do you want ice cubes and he'd be like ice cubes no <laughs> and then <laughs> the littlest one I would like put him in the tub because I I don't know I was like I don't, I don't know how to wash a child mm. I don't know what the bounds are like what are the boundaries mm. so I'd put him in the tub with the water and he would <laughs> I'd be like have at it and then he'd just sit there shivering because he was like I don't really know what I'm doing either and I'd be like you know <laughs> so I would mimic <laughs> washing myself and then he would watch me and be like this <laughs> you taught him how to wash himself i tried and then like sometimes i'm like i think this kid's dirty i don't know <sighs> there they was were a, fun there's a set of twins that live next to me in when i lived in california i must have been eight or mm-hmm. nine at the time probably eight when you were where in riverside california oh, okay i knew this uh, <laughs> okay. this is where my dad was stationed at the time mm-hmm. and uh they, my neighbors had a hot tub, and I think we were all in the hot tub. And then the boys got out; they were around the same age as me. But for some reason, they maybe their parents took their shorts down. Something they 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 were naked at some point. But I was like, I had left and gone to a different room, mm-hmm. and I like rounded the corner, and the door was open, and I saw them both <laughs> naked. And I was like, Oh no! <laughs> and they saw that I saw them, and they're like, <laughs> and they started like swinging their dicks. No! I was like. <laughs> ran away. <laughs> Wait, how old were you that these little boys were swinging their dicks at you? I think eight or something. How, how were they eight too? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or like, but like, <laughs> very close in age. But they, they thought it was funny. They're like, ah, and they're just like swinging it. I was like, no. <laughs> it's so wild that we don't just teach people like bodies are bodies. Yeah. It's a body. 
maybe you you asked to touch, you know, mm-hmm. before you touch, but like it's a body and that's okay. Yeah. Because otherwise you're like, I want to see private parts and this is like salacious, nasty thing. Mm-hmm. I remember in kindergarten, I never knocked before opening the bathroom door. Just like, I don't know, out of like, I don't know boundaries. I'm bad. I don't knock on my roommate's door. It's bad. (laughs) It's bad. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to know boundaries. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he doesn't really yell at me anymore. So, like, you know, whatever. So I would always open it, and the teacher would be like, Nicole, boundaries! And then (laughs) there was a little boy in there once, and he was peeing, and I was like, whoa, wow, I want one! (laughs) And then he was like, get out! (laughs) I stood there for like, I don't know, 10 beats too long. <laughs> I want one. And then screamed at him that I wanted one. And Mrs. Hmm. Labach, my teacher, was like, get out of there. <laughs> but if someone was just like, I don't know, boys have dicks and you don't. Or, yeah. I mean, mm, some people have dicks and you, you just don't. Right. Yeah. 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 But I love dicks. <laughs> You look so blissed out. Your <laughs> eyes were closed. Just thinking about dicks. Mm-hmm. I love dicks. It's like sick. Yeah. They're it, like so much fun. Sure. <laughs> now I know a 12-year-old listens to this. I'm oh, like. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should <laughs> reel it in a bit. Like, oh, no. Well, but also, gonna... that's on their parents. Well, maybe her parents don't know that she's listening to this or that they're listening to this. I don't know. That's true. That's true. Kids yeah. can, if they have a phone, they can access so much on their own. They sure can. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what I do when I see people kiss. You shoot them? <laughs> <laughs> How awful. Yeah, I shoot them with my mind. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I got so many eye crusties. I'm like not thriving today. <laughs> God. Should we answer some questions? Hell yeah, dude. Let's do it. All right. So someone sent in, uh, they really enjoyed the chicken egg conversation and <laughs> sent us an explanation. So I would, I can read it if you'd like. Yes. Thank Please. you. Give me on the keys. Hi, Nicole Sashir. I just listened to the episode where y'all talked about how a farmer knows if an egg is going to become a chick, it's fertilized or not. In the case of most eggs people buy, there's never a rooster present, so fertilization is impossible. On a side note, most, if not all, eggs you buy in the store are actually pretty old. That's not bad, but the flavor and the consistency of fresh eggs is much better. Also, if a chicken has a good diet, the yolk color and taste will definitely reflect that. The yolk will be more golden color than a straight yellow color. If you buy a fresh egg from a small farm that has roosters, then the chance that it could be fertilized is much higher. However, an egg either needs to be sat on by the mother or put in an incubator, both for 28 days for the fertilization to become a chick. It's not a bad thing to eat a fertilized egg, and you would never be able to tell if it was versus an egg from the same farm wasn't. It's a very similar process to what happens with a human, except it's not on the inside of the body. Anyway, you definitely... Don't have to worry that you're consuming chicken fetuses no matter what the situation with the egg happens to be because uh, they don't exist unless it's deliberately being done. Mm. Nicole, trust me when I tell you that you are far from the only person who has no idea how any of this works. I know these things because my mother decided to take up farming 12 years ago and has quickly decided that she wanted to incubate for herself. So during the spring and summer, she hatches chicks, ducklings, goslings, and turkey poults babies. I hope this helps ease your concerns and doesn't just freak you out. 
All my best, Leia. Oh, that's nice. Thank, Thank you. you. That's nice. Very in-depth and clear. Yes. So we're eating eggs from a women's college. Because, like, all the chickens are women. Like a women's college where there's only women there. <laughs> you don't get it? You don't get my <laughs> parallel thinking? It's like a chicken women's college. It's like <laughs> it's a bunch of chickens that are women. <laughs> Like a college for women. Like, as if they say we're eating chickens from a women's college, that sounds like a women's college is selling chickens. Yeah, I don't. Um, <laughs> I, just, I was just, I was, I just didn't really immediately get the comparison. <laughs> Because also these chickens aren't learning anything. <laughs> they're just together. <laughs> like the women in college. No, they're learning stuff. Sure, we're eating eggs from a women's college. No, it's okay. Let's not say that sentence again. It was bad. No, it's okay. No, I'm done. Yeah, you were, that, if that's how you understand it, then <laughs> you, that's what you got to do. <laughs> Thanks, Leah. Thanks, Leah. Voicemail. Nicole and Sashir, this is sort of a complicated one. So I got asked to be a bridesmaid in a wedding where I'm very good friends with both the groom and the bride. I used to work with them about five years ago. And when I worked with them, I had a really horrible issue at work where I was harassed by a supervisor. And it wasn't like violent or sexual, but it was bad enough that I ended up elevating it to management. And they really mishandled it, which has kind of colored my experience of it. So this couple whose wedding party I'm in, I found out, um, even though they know that was a really bad situation and they know that I have some like really negative feelings towards that person, they apparently stayed in touch with him and they really feel that he has turned his life around and they invited him to their wedding. And that, like, gave me a full panic attack. I went to them and I, like, cried and told them how upset I was. And I know that, like, you can't really dictate who people invite to their wedding. That's, like, really shitty. But I'm uncomfortable with it and... I previously was, like, really excited to be in this wedding party and, um, like, really felt secure in this friendship. And now I'm kind of not feeling the whole thing. And I guess I'm curious if you guys think I should just tuss it out and show up for them and kind of hope that they're just inviting into their wedding because they told me they felt like they had to, I guess. I don't really fully understand it. Or if I should just kind of like sit them down and be like, I think this is where the road ends for us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Bye. Damn. Were they in a wind tunnel? <laughs> she was, it was very windy. Uh, that What a shitty position to be in. Yeah. I mean, I think she's well within her rights to not go. Yeah, I don't think I, I wouldn't would go. go. Yeah, I'd just be like, hard no, I can't. I, I, 
I understand that you think this person has turned their life around, but what they did affected me and it still affects me. And I had a panic attack with the thought of being near this person. Yeah. I don't want to go. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, God bless. That is like, that is so shitty to be like that. She has to choose whether she wants Mm -hmm. to show up or not. Cause they asked her to be in the wedding party and she likes these people and it was probably gonna be a lot of fun and be part of this whole process. And now because this guy's here, it's up to her to mm-hmm. leave. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. It's a shitty situation. It's, it sucks, yeah. But I feel like women are, we're put in that situation a lot. <sighs> Truly. Where someone who's been awful to you, you're like, well, I guess I have to remove myself from the situation mm-hmm. as opposed to this man or this person behaved poorly. So how about we don't invite him? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I would, I would also be like, I don't want to sh- show up. And mm-hmm. you can s- tell them that, like, look, Here's where I'm at with this. I mm-hmm. really don't want to be in the same space with this person. You know why. Um, so I'm out. And tr- and fully do that with the expectation that you will not be going. Mm-hmm. And they and they may not change their mind. And they might mind. say, okay, well, yeah. you know, God bless. E- and who knows? Maybe they will be like, oh, we didn't realize it was that big a deal. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to show up. We care about you more. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they won't, and then you won't be going. But you got to protect yourself. Yes. And... Whether they uh, realize how much this affects you and how inconsiderate it is mm-hmm. of your feelings and needs, you have no control over that. You just gotta <laughs> take care of yourself, and it's mm-hmm. what a what a weird situation would be yeah. for you to spend a whole night, yeah, maybe even a couple days, not with this person. Ideal, yeah, yeah. Protect yourself. I think that's that's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. Protect yourself. Before you wreck yourself. (laughs) I mean, apt. (laughs) Yeah. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic, Health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, 
oils. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are... I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy, it's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. Okay, this, can we alternate? Yes, sure. Hi, Sashira Nicole. No, 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 no. <laughs> is it going to be like, every other line? No, like chunks. Oh, I guess that is one chunk. <laughs> Hi, Sashira Nicole. Love the very wholesome podcast. Heart, heart, heart. I'm writing in because I have a struggle with one of my absolute best friends. So there's this guy, Troy, fake names will be used, who I've had a big fat crush on for over five years. I finally confessed him about a year ago and he very politely declined. Even though he turned me down, there was still a part of me that hoped he might change his mind. So I would continue to get really excited if he laughed at my jokes or acknowledged me in any way. And I would continue to fantasize about us getting together, which is probably not so healthy, but what you gonna do? He cute. Shortly after this, I went traveling for a while. I came home about two months ago to hear from one of my best friends, let's call her Maggie, that she and Troy had started dating just a week before I returned home. Maggie and I always spent hours talking about our crushes. She was there for me when Troy rejected me, and she's been hearing me talk about him for years. She felt bad about it, but she told me that they had started hanging out more and it just sort of happened. My first thought was that I, under no circumstance, wanted this to affect our friendship. And we had a good long talk where I told her told her this and also said that I didn't want her to talk about their relationship to me right away because it felt odd, which she understood. Now, two months have passed, so I tried to tell her that I was ready to hear about their relationship. She was really excited to talk about him, and I was really happy for her, but also jealous and heartbroken. The other day, she came to me with some problems her and Troy were having. I gave her all the advice I would give her in any other circumstance, but it felt really awful comforting Maggie whilst also struggling with my own emotions. I realize the jealousy comes from my own insecurities. I just don't know how to get over it. I want to hear about her life, but I also don't want to pack away my emotions. I wish I could stop being jealous, and I wish I wasn't letting this affect our friendship, which is really the worst thing here. I would love some advice on what to do to save our friendship or your take on the situation. Lots of love. Hmm. I mean, that's tough. But... I think it's like, would you rather have your friendship or have, like, uninterrupted fantasies about this dude who's still not going to date you without a friendship? Yeah, whether he's dating your friend or not, he already made it clear he does not want to date you. And this was five years ago? Yeah. So, no, the friendship started five years ago. Oh. 
And at, a year ago. And a year ago, she said. Oh, okay. She likes him, and he's turned her down. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, I think, I think you just got to take his word for it. Mm-hmm. And crushes are fun, but eventually you got to get to reality. Yeah. And realize this probably won't happen with him. Mm-hmm. So your friend dating him is not... A betrayal because it's no. not like you guys had a thing in the first place. Yeah, you had a thing in your head. Yes. So your friend is betraying your literal brain fantasy. Yeah, and you don't have any ownership of this person no. just because you like them. And even yeah. if your friend knew that, I mean, thank God she was honest. She wasn't mm-hmm. like a secret relationship. Yeah, like creeping around and stuff. Yeah. That would have hurt your feelings. Yeah, so. But she was honest. She was open. She said, I'm dating this dude. I understand that you liked him. Yeah. But like it just, it and things do just happen. Yeah. And it's not like he chose her over you because you were never an option. Mm-hmm. You know? It is okay to go maybe go back to where you were where it's like she doesn't tell you every single thing about mm-hmm. relationship. If you really can't handle it, it's okay to be like, maybe maybe I don't need to know all the ins and outs of your relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does suck because I'm sure she's excited to talk about this relationship yes. and excited to tell you everything. But if the... If what you're receiving is um, uh, information that you don't want and it it could possibly potentially come back at her mm-hmm. in a negative way, it might be better for both of you if right now you're not talking about it so mm-hmm. much. I was living with a friend and they had started dating somebody and I just – didn't want them, like, lovey-dovey around me all the time. Yeah. Uh, So I just asked them, I was like, do you mind just, like, splitting time between here and their place? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I said it, I was like, it's because it really makes me feel bad. Like, it it makes, it truly, it doesn't, it's not like you're flaunting it because you're in a relate. it's fine. Yeah. I just, for me, it would just be nice if you did some things there, some things here, and then I could get to know them later. Yeah. Uh, and at first I was like, I feel like a little selfish saying that. But then they were like, thank you for telling me. Yeah. And now it's fine. Now I'm like, oh, great. Like now because new love is awful to be near <laughs> when you don't have love. Because yeah. you're like, man, they really like each other. Yeah. And it's lovey-dovey. And they're fucking pecking each other on the cheek when they fucking like ladle butternut squash out of their bowls into their mouths. And they're like, hey, remember when this happened? You're like, no, because I went there. <laughs> So I do think it's okay to be like, hey, like, I'm happy to hear about your relationship. I just, like, if we're talking about him every conversation, I can't yeah. do that. And it sounds like she would understand that because mm-hmm. when you initially brought it up, she was okay with that. So it's okay for you to be like, you know, I can hear a little bit about him, but mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm, yeah, I'm still jealous. Mm-hmm. Be honest. Yeah. And she'll find a new friend, or not a new friend, but like a different a friend, different friend to, to talk discuss, about shit with. you know, yeah. all the problems and ins and outs that are going through her relationship. And then she'll talk to you about other stuff. And then you on your own can work through whatever this mm-hmm. jealousy issue is because that's truly all on you. That's like your thing. That mm-hmm. has nothing to do with her, has nothing to do with him. That's you. And you will work through it. Mm-hmm. But that's just something you got to work on on your own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Voicemail. Voicemail. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Beth, and um, I love your podcast. I started off with uh, Nicole's Why Won't You Date Me, and I listened to all of it in, like, a month. Thank you. And um, now I started yours, and it's, it's 
really lovely. You guys are doing a great job. Anyway, um, so my question uh, is about my boyfriend. Um, we are almost 30, and uh, and I know that for a lot of people, it's really difficult to make friends as an adult. Um, it's, I mean, like, I guess not to brag, but, like, I, I mean, it's, it's not difficult for me. It um, comes pretty naturally. Just go out there and meet people and, and be friendly. Um, but my boyfriend is... He's like, I mean, he's like an onion, Like he, he just has these like dead flaky layers that you have to peel back. But then there's something really wonderful inside. Um, he's a really great person that I think could, um, could really have some wonderful friendships, uh, if people really got to know him. Um, but he's just, he's so not interested <laughs> in, in putting in the effort to, to try to make friends as an adult. Um, his brother just got married, uh, and his brother had three best, uh, not three best men, but three groomsmen at his wedding. And like, he and I were talking about what our wedding might be like. And I was like, Oh, I have to narrow it down between, I don't know, like these six or seven people. And he was like, well, I have my brother. <laughs> um, and so I mean, like, I just, I just want him to be able to like hang out with, I mean, someone, beside, I love him, but someone besides me. Um, and I just wondered if you had any advice on like what a significant other could do to um, encourage or, or I don't know, like introduce him to some people or yeah, whatever whatever advice you have on um, on what I could do to uh, help my boyfriend make some friends. Thanks, guys. I love your podcast. I mean, she said herself that he has no interest in mm -hmm. hanging out with anyone else. So maybe that's that. That's that. I don't. It's, if he is happy being with you, having a brother, and mm -hmm. that's it, you, there's no need for him to find friends. Now, if it's a situation where you want him to find friends so that so, he, you don't, yes. so you can get some breathing space, uh -huh. this is a different thing. Mm-hmm. And but I also love how she was stunting on everybody who's ever phoned into this podcast. Being like, I don't have a problem making do, friends. How do I do it? I don't know. You go out there and you're friendly. <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, but that's, I also have friends like that who are really good at making friends. And that's awesome. That's great. But not everyone has to be like you. Mm -hmm. And some people have issues with that. Um, but yeah, if it's, if you're doing this for him, it sounds like he doesn't want it. Mm -hmm. If he if he wanted to make friends, he probably would have been like, "How do I make friends?" You know, mm -hmm. he would be calling. But and there's just some people in this world who don't have a lot of friends, mm -hmm. and that's okay. That's okay. Uh, yeah, it's okay for you to have a lot of friends and for him to not mm -hmm. have a, a lot of friends. If you're worried that he's seeing what your life is like and he is yearning for it, he'll you can let ask you know. him about it. You can yeah. Ask him that. Like, do you? Are you trying to get more friends? Yeah. And he's like, Nah, dog. No, no, I'm straight. You respect that. Yeah, I'm straight, dude. Yeah, yeah. Let him let him be solitary. It's totally yeah. fine. Um, but if it is a thing where you're like, I feel too responsible mm -hmm. for his time or or something, like you were like, I would like him to do something else. You can say that, mm -hmm. and he can like go to a movie by himself, or you know, like you know, he he can do stuff. And like leave you alone mm -hmm. <laughs> or something like that. If that's what you want. Or if you're like, I want to take a trip with my friends and not you, tell tell yeah, them just that. Tell them. Be like, goodbye. Yeah, it's okay. Um Yeah, it's fine. Uh this is a email. First of all, y'all are a ray of sunshine. Hmm. I just want to know how y'all manage to have 
Oh my God. <laughs> First of all, y'all Ray Sunshine. I want to know how y'all manage have a balance between spending time with each other, work, and dedicate time to other people. Have you ever feared losing each other? Um, let's see. How do we balance? Oh wait, can you leave that up? Sorry, Kimmy on the keys. Um, I mean, we spend a lot of time together. We spend a lot of time together. And then we do work together. Mm. Um, I mean, when you're gone, I'm like, oh, I should hang out with other people. Yeah, and vice versa. <laughs> I think also because we had a long distance friendship for a few years. Mm-hmm. So we did make new friends. Mm-hmm. So we are able to hang out with other friends when the other person's not there. But then also when you're here, I'll hang out with other people. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I think it's just like, I, I it's, it's never like a, a, a balance. Sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't reached out to this person in such a long time. I need to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. But, um, I have like my go-to friends that I hang out with consistently. Um, and it's not really a balance. I just do it cause I, I tour a lot. So I just like try to be cognizant to be like, hang out with people. Um, and then with, like, work and stuff, that's just, like, truly scheduling. Yeah. It does get a little complicated. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's not a thing I actively think no, of. No, it just kind of happens. Yeah. I think it's, like, uh, you know, if you're busy, you'll find time to hang out with people you want to hang, mm-hmm. hang, hang out with. Like, we're both very busy, but we do we spend find a, time. We find the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, have I ever feared losing you? Oh, you just talked about it. Yeah. When I started dating. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thought you were just gonna... What did I say? Replace you? No. Living. I said a phrase back then. I was like, you're gonna rock it off and leave me alone or something. Oh, yeah. Something. It was a very wild phrase. And you're like, you're being insane. And yeah, I was like, yeah, am I? It was pretty dramatic. <sighs> because I'm the most dramatic person in America. Um, currently, now, no? Is that a question? <laughs> that was a question. No, I don't, I, I don't think I fear losing you. I just know that if we weren't friends one day, I'd be sad. I would be very sad, too. And I think with my new best friend, I'd be like, me and my old best friend used to do this a lot. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, so I'll stop talking about it. <laughs> um... Like how Joe keeps seeing Candace, uh-huh. one of his exes, yes. in you, mm-hmm. and he can't shake her. <laughs> so I'd be your Candace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would compare a lot of people to you. Like, I spent a couple days with my sister. I saw a sign that said, Art Von Furniture. I laughed for days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not days, but truly blocks. Like, <laughs> blocks. I was laughing no, at Art Von you Furniture. You did laugh for days. I guess because you, you, brought, you brought it up multiple times. <laughs> and I'm still laughing about it. And it's maybe a full week later. Yeah. And my sister didn't laugh as hard as me. And I was like, dang, I guess maybe it's not funny. And then I said it to you. And you laughed really hard. And I was like, yeah, I like my friends so much. <laughs> yeah. And then that night we talked till 6 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then we were up at 10 a.m. talking again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure everyone hated us at that hotel. For sure. Whatever, dude. Yeah, I don't think I'm not scared of losing you because I think we're good at communicating, and mm-hmm. also we've been through so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't imagine what could happen that would make it so we didn't want to be around each other anymore. Yeah, I mean, I told you I want to murder. You, just, you're still around. 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, that's my murdering friend. <laughs> that's Nicole. She, she really loves to murder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was an intense question. Ever feared losing each other? Yeah. What was the other intense question we have? It was like, what would you do if, if she died before you? Oh, yeah. I was like, I'd pass right away, too. <laughs> Gotta go. We're swans. What? <laughs> they uh, they die. If, if their partner dies, they die fairly soon after. You know that? No. Swans are like soulmates. They have like a mate for life. And if one of, if their partner dies, then they, are, they soon go, too, because they're like, life's not worth living after this. That's crazy. Yeah. Swans have long necks. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're water flamingos. <laughs> you can email us. Wait. No, 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 no. So. <laughs> flamingos are also in the water. Oh, they are? Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you seen a picture of a flamingo? They're like usually standing in the water. <laughs> yeah, they're not like swimming in the water. Neither is a swan. It's like swimming on top of it. It's not in the water. <laughs> Whoa! I've never seen a flamingo oh, yeah. in they, water. Yeah, they're like coasting on the water too. So swans aren't water flamingos. <laughs> yeah, this is a different bird that is also in the water. <laughs> Like, there's even a picture of swans and <laughs> flamingos together. That's really funny. They're uh, friends. I guess so. Swimming around together in so the water. I guess they're just friends. I don't know why you keep trying to divide <laughs> birds to, like, land <laughs> and water. You thought a goose was a water duck? No, no you thought, you thought a, a goose is a land duck. And they're just different animals that can be on land and in the water. Yeah, you can text us. <laughs> 424-645-7003. Or you can email us at NicoleAndSashier at gmail.com. We also have merch available at podswag.com slash bestfriends. Yay! We did it! Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.